All right, Booker Tov, everybody, we'll get started. Uh, we'll try to finish by 9.30, a uh, half hour. So if I don't finish by then, everyone's welcome to leave <laughs> if I'm necessary. Or give me the clock warning and be like, hey, I gotta go. Uh, so either way, um, I only have about five copies of these, but I did post it on the Colo group because there has been problems with the printer. Uh, it's been taking a long time to print. We'll try to get it fixed, everything in order. Um, but with that, we're going to begin the topic in halacha of eating before davening. Uh, and how this whole thing sparked up was about three years ago, I took a job for Aish in Denver, Colorado. And I lived in an area called Lohi, which is the city of Denver. There's no Jewish community in the city of Denver. The closest Jewish community is about five to six kilometers away. Uh, so every Shabbos, I used to take trek, often snowing, icy on the floor. Uh, so I used to take this long trek to Shul, uh, and it would be about an hour, 30-minute walk to Shul. Uh, so it was quite long to Shul, no Arab, obviously. Um, and uh, Shabbos day, I would walk all the way to Shul, then walk all the way back. And during COVID, they stopped doing a Kiddush. Uh, so by the time I would get back, <laughs> uh, I would leave at about 7.30 in the morning to get there for 8.45 shachris. Uh, so 7.15, 7.30, I would leave. Uh, and then I wouldn't get back till around 1 p.m. Uh, so it was a very long time to go without eating. By the time I would get back, I would be ravish, starving, uh, so hungry, especially when they wouldn't do the kiddush. They would do a small kiddush. It was like a very yeshivish, uh, Lakewood-style show. Uh, so they would have like, you know, small, like just a few crackers, enough for me to get some fuel for the way back. Uh, but during that time, I asked Ashila once COVID hit, they stopped doing Kiddush and Shul. I asked Ashila, can I eat before davening in order to get strength uh, to, for, to go there and back uh, so that I wouldn't be ravished by the time I'd get back. Uh, so we'll go a little bit through the halachas. We'll come out for the final psak. Uh, and there'll be many different areas of halacha that are nagea lemaisa. Um, coffee before davening, uh, lem uh, seltzer slash lemonade. Um, what about something fancier like a latte, right? It's the same ingredients as your coffee, uh, but it's made in a much fancier form. And there's a higher milk to coffee ratio uh, that might make a difference in halacha because you might not have uh, the spar of batal barof. Like normally when you put a little bit of milk in your coffee, okay, it's batal in the coffee. Um, Barov, but latte, majority milk, only a little bit of espresso. Uh, so we'll see how all that interplays in halacha and hopefully be able to come out with some halacha lemaisa. Was it, was it dark before you left the shul in Denver? Uh, was it dark? Uh, usually not, but it would often be cloud in the winter. Mm -hmm. So like the sun would just start rising so and it would often be cloudy. It was still nighttime when you left. No. Uh, so I, yeah, I couldn't eat before I lost. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we'll get into that too. Yeah. Uh, we might have to break it up into two parts. Uh, so at least we'll get the first part in for, during this half an hour. Starting with source number one, uh, get straight to the source in the Gemara, uh, where this all comes from, this Isser of eating before davening. Says the Gemara in Brachas Yudam Beis, the Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Barabi Hanina, Mishum Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov. Says Rabbi Yossi, my dechsev lo sochlu al adam, the Pasuk says, lo sochlu al adam, do not eat upon blood. Says the Gemara, the Gemara now makes a drasha, kind of twists the words a little bit. It says, lo sochlu, do not eat 
kodem shetispalalu al dimchem. So the Gemara makes a drasha, do not eat before you daven for your blood. So eating is sort of taking care of your blood, right? You're taking care of your life, perceiving your needs before Hashem's needs, so to speak. Obviously, Hashem doesn't have needs. Um, so before you daven for your blood, you can't take care of your own needs. Uh, so basically, you have to put Hashem's, Hashem before your own needs. That's the, the first, um, first source of the Iser. Ika uh, de Amri, there are those who say that, no, that's not the source for eating before davening, for the prohibition of eating before davening. It comes from somewhere else. Amar Rabbi Yitzhak, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yitzhak says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Tanina, Mishum, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, right? So they're both quoting from Rabbi Hanina, Mishum, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov. Um, but Rabbi Yitzhak and Rabbi Yochanan are quoting uh, uh, from a different Pasuk than Rabbi, Yos- than Rabbi Yossi. Uh, so they're saying that we actually learn the prohibition from here. Kola Ocha anybody who eats and drinks before davening, right? So before it was just Lo Sochlu, do not eat uh, before davening. Now we're saying Kola Ocha Vishosa, we're adding in drinking as well. Um, and afterwards he davens it is upon him that the Pasuk says and he has thrown me Hashem says in, uh, in Malachi I believe uh, he has thrown me um, after my back Gavecha means back but says the Gemara makes a drasha do not say my back rather read it read it um, my haughtiness so he has thrown me after my haughtiness. Amr HaKadosh Baruch Hashem says, mm-hmm. After this person who eats and drinks before davening, uh, after he's misguided, he's full of gaiva, right? He's taking care of himself um, and he fills himself well, with his desires to eat and drink. Uh, so after he fulfills his desire to eat and drink, now he's being mekabal, ol shamayim. now he's being uh, mekabal, the, the yoke of heaven. Uh, so the, according to the first um, Pasuk that's brought down, the problem would be preceding your needs um, before davening uh, for your blood. According to the second Pasuk, the problem is gaiva. It's haughtiness, taking care of your desires, fulfilling your desires uh, before your makabal alav oma chushamayim. And there's going to be a few nafkaminas between the two reasons. Nafkamina number one, uh, is it eating and drinking? Or just eating, right? If you learn from lo sochlu al adam, then it's specifically eating. If you learn that it's about gaiva, so then uh, fancy drinks, right? Drinking scotch before davening, uh, maybe even coffee, uh, maybe orange juice, some uh, fresh cold-pressed juice. Uh, all that can be a source of gaiva, taking care of fulfilling your desires before davening. It can even be drinks. Uh, another menafkamina uh, will be, is it only achila? Achila in the Torah is always kazayas. Uh, so anytime the Torah says Achila, uh, it's going to be a Kazayas, right? Uh, Achila of Treif or anything else, always Kazayas. So if you learn from Lo Sochlu, then it has to dafka be a Kazayas. If you say it's Gaiva, so then it can even be a small amount as long as it's fulfilling your desires um, and, uh, and a source of Taiva before davening, it will be Aser. Uh, so that's the second nafkamina. Uh, and the third nafkamina will be, what do you have to say before you can eat or drink? If you learn from the second Pasuk, that it's about Gaiva, the Gemara says, So you just have to be which means to say Shema. Beautiful. Uh, so you just have to say Shema, and then you can eat or drink. But if you learn that it's from the first Pasuk, so then you have to daven on your blood. 
uh, davening for your blood means the Amida means Shmona uh, Esrei, um, asking Hashem for all your needs. Uh, so according to the first pasuk, you'll have to actually say Shmona Esrei. According to the second pasuk, you'll have to just say Shema. Uh, so mm-hmm. we have those three nafkaminas in halacha between the first source and the second source in the Gemara. Is Achira necessarily anything, any food or bread? Can you deduce from that possible? Yeah, uh, so it could be anything. Uh, could be if anything. it's Achila, it can be anything. Um, there's, there's, another, <clears throat> there's another prohibition of eating anytime you have a mitzvah. Uh, so like eating um, when you have a chiv. Uh, Kiddush or yeah. Havdalah, right? Can't eat before right. Havdalah. Yeah. And that's specifically Kabea, uh, like an amount of a meal. Right. Uh, so that'll be another prohibition in addition right. to these, which is if you have a Kabea of food before davening, right. you have a Chiyaf to daven, now you have a Kabea, that's like a Kabea Suda. So yeah. that'll have to dafka be Mizonos. Right. Uh, but from these two Pesukim, it can be anything, even because uh, right. it doesn't have to do with Suda, it has to do yeah. with fulfilling your desires, okay. which, could, which could even be. Uh, Shahako or any yeah. other bracha. Uh, yeah, great question. Uh, and before we just continue, I just want to mention if it's Deraisa or Dirabanan. Uh, so the Chinuch and the Ramam come out that it is Deraisa. They say this Pasak of Osi Shlachti Achare Kavecha means it's actually Deraisa. But that's not a Pasak in the Torah. Huh? That's not a Pasak in the Torah. Uh, sorry, you're right. Uh, they learn from Losochul al Adam. Uh, and they say it's a pasuk in the Torah. Uh, that's, that's, that's not what, uh-huh. what I don't really mean. So that's what all the other Rishonim say, uh, and pretty much all the poskim we're going to see in the Shulchan Aruch as well. Uh, everybody pretty much across the board poskims against the Rambam and the Chinuch um, that it is the Rabbanan, and it's only in a smachta be'ama. Uh, and their raya is like we see already. We're playing with the words. Mm-hmm. It's very obviously. It seems to be very obviously a derabanan, um, and then yeah, Simon Chaschenach who defends the Chenach, why it would be deraisa, um, but yeah, Pashtas and the way we take it halacha lemaisa is that it's only derabanan, uh, and therefore you're going to have many heterim, right? Like chola, it's you don't have to be a chola sheyeshbo sakana. If it was deraisa, you'd have to be chola sheyeshbo sakana. If it's derabanan, any chola. It's enough. You can eat. What about, what about or if you're morning, let's say morning, you only eat at like midday. Ah, so we'll get to that. Uh, okay, that'll be the ikker. That'll be the ikker shaila that we're trying to get back to. Um, okay, so let's continue on. Source number two: the tour paskins. Uh, that the ikker reason is the time of is the reason of um, is of gaiva. Uh, so says the tour in source number two. He says, "Va'aser lo leisasek bitzracha v'olelech lederech achi yispalo," and then he adds, "V'lo lecho v'lo lishtos ve'im asakain alav akasav omer va'osli yishlach leachar gavecha." So the the tour only mentions this pasuk of va'osli yishlach leachar gavecha. He doesn't even mention the pasuk of losochu aladam. When you look at the Beis Yosef, he mentions it as like a secondary. He gets all into the reason of Gaiva and then mentions, oh, and by the way, there's another Pasuk of Losochlu um, of, of al-Adam. Mishnebru also mentions it as like an aside. He like adds in, oh, by the way, there's this additional reason also um, of Losochlu al-Adam. But we see in the postgame that the main reason across the board, uh, all the postgame, Alech Lamaisa, 
uh, when they're dealing with the Shailah of eating before davening, they're always quoting, is it gaiva or is it not gaiva? Uh, they're not very worried about the Pasuk of lo sochlo al-adam. Uh, so we find that the Ikka reason is the, is, is the Pasuk of of uh, The Ikka reason is gaiva, uh, and that's going to be the main question and focus here. Uh, is eating, let's say, uh, or drinking coffee or eating certain foods, is it, gonna, is it gaiva or is it not gaiva? Um, so let's see source number three, where you have the Mishnah Bura. Uh, and the Mishnah Bura says, Velo lecha, amro chazal, sha'alav hakasav omer, ve'osi yishtachta acha kavecha, ve'gam hiskimu divreyam al hapasuk lo sochla al adam. Right? So he mentions lo sochla al adam as a secondary reason. Um, and then he says, Vafilu te'ima ba'alma asr, because the main problem is gaiva. So even a tiny bit of food is going to be asr. Um, because the problem is fulfilling your desires before davening, so you get that pleasure from the food, even from a small amount of Danish uh, that you would be eating, and therefore even te'ima, uh, not necessarily a kazayas, will be asr before davening. Is everyone hold that? Meaning, like, if you sit down for a whole meal, that's like, okay, you take care of yourself. You have like a cracker. Yeah. Is so, considered gaiva? Before, yeah. <coughs> so the first reason is... No, but I'm saying, but is that gaiva? So the first reason is taking care of your needs, or taking care of yourself. Uh, but the second reason is gaiva, so it means fulfilling your, your pleasures, your desires. Yeah. Uh, so if you're getting pleasure from that food, uh, then yeah, it would be gaiva. If you're eating for a purpose, like you need energy or you're feeling oh, sick... No, 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 why are you having the Why are you having it? I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you having it? Yeah. If it's for taste, then yeah, it would be, it would be considered much better. No, but desire is different to gaiva. Gaiva means like you're putting yourself first. Yeah. Or you're taking indulging. Yeah. Like, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, you see, so it's like a little crack. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily you're not focusing right. yourself as so much. It's, but that's how the post can take it: is that any form of fulfilling your taiva uh, is already yeah, considered. Any including going for a run. If you have a taiva to go for a run. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of what the Torah is saying. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do any of your needs before <laughs> davening. Or walk on uh, to go traveling before you. But what about, Maybe that means what about these Mishnais that talk about people who are at work already when Zman Krishna was coming? How did they get there? Left before. Oh, you're saying they left way before? Yeah, way right before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this is another rabbit hole, <laughs> which we'll, we'll try to touch on another time. Uh, we'll have to get into jogging before, before davening and exercising. Uh, um, okay, let's get 20 minutes. Uh, let's begin part number two. Uh, the hatter of drinking water, coffee, and tea before davening. Uh, so we have source number four. Uh, we're talking about before. Uh, so we paskin even anytime before Shemon Asher. Uh, but once you say Shema already, your Makaba O Shemaim, we'll see there's additional room uh, for, for Hatter. You can have some. Uh, brachos and Shema, no. still, because you, you didn't fulfill uh, asking for your needs, which right. is in Shemona Asrei. Uh, so till you dive in Shemona Asrei is when, uh, is when you'll, you'll be able to eat Lakola Deus, according yeah. to everyone. So that wouldn't apply on Shabbos, because you don't ask for your needs on Shabbos. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I never thought of that. Um, but they still say Shemona Asrei is when the time... Oh, it might still be a guy, but you're supposed to dive into Hashem on Shabbos too. Right, right. 
yeah. So that reason would still yeah. come in. Uh, but that's a good point that you yeah. make. Um, okay. Uh, so we have the Shulchan Arach. In Simon Peites, says the Shulchan Arach in source number four, Asr Loli Sa'asek Bitzrachav, Olelech Vaderach Hachis Balot Tvila Sirches. Uh, so here he says specifically, it's Tvila Sirches, it's Shmona Asrei, uh, what Benny was just asking. Velo Lecha, Velo Lishtos, and not to eat or drink. Uh, but says the Shulchan Arach, Avamayim Mutter Lishtos Kodem Tefila. Water is mutter to drink before tefillah. Bein b'chol, uvein b'shabes, v'yom tov, v'chein ochlin umashkin nerefua mutter. And similarly, uh, eating for, uh, so he also uh, bavarns what, what you were asking. So he says both on chol and on Shabbos, because right. you might think Shabbos is different, because mm-hmm. we're not asking for our needs, but he says yom tov and Shabbos as well. You can eat and drink before Shimon Esrei. Uh, so it's funny, I never realized that until you asked that question, that that's what he's uh, alluding to. Uh, so he says, Also eating and drinking for refuah is going to be mutter, because that's not God, but you have a purpose for what you're doing. You're not eating just to uh, satisfy uh, and, and eat for pleasure. Uh, so therefore it's going to be mutter. Uh, but we find over here that water is mutter to drink. Why is water mutter to drink? Source number five, we have the Mishnah Barura in Sif Katan. Chaf uh, Beis says the Mishaburah, Mayim Mutter Dulo Shayach Behu Gaiva, because water is not Shayach Gaiva. Uh, water is not something that you drink specifically for pleasure, uh, and therefore it's not Shayach. Uh, there's no kind of haughtiness with drinking water. Everybody knows that you're doing it just to quench your thirst. Uh, to very healthy, Rabbi Victor Miller was a big fan of drinking water before davening, get the system going. Um, and the science now supports that, that the body's very dehydrated in the morning. Uh, so drinking, that's why your throat's very dry, right? Especially if you're going to daven out, out loud, a das style. Uh, very important to drink uh, before davening. Make sure to have a cup of water. Uh, and says the Shulchan that, that uh, the Mishnah Brewer is saying that that's mutter because it's not gaiva. Vidafka below tzukar. And he says specifically without sugar. Of course, any intoxicating beverage is going to be aser, vade aser. Uh, then says the Mishabrah as follows. Uh, in the bold over here, he says, Vete, the kafe, tea and coffee, mutter lishtoso kodem tefila. It's mutter to drink tea and coffee before tefila. Kadesha yuchal lachaven daito uli Because there as well, you're not drinking it for your pleasure necessarily. Uh, it helps you focus. Caffeine has that uh, focusing ability, helps you focus. If we brought the Hamakoma Sheragil and Baham, specifically in the areas where Ragil, definitely Australia, is probably top on that list mm-hmm. of uh, most coffee per capita. I think uh, following Sweden. After Sweden. I think Sweden is the most coffee per capita, and Australia is one of the one of the top there. We don't call that filter coffee coffee. In coffee snobbiness, this is yes, the top yeah, in the world. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody, that's the uh, all the, yeah, that's the guy. Yes, that's the guy. <laughs> all the barista competitions are like always in Australia. They're <laughs> big snobs here. Yeah, uh, yeah. And like if you, uh, um, and also the, the mind is not misyashiv, it can't calm down without the coffee. Um, so many people, especially if you have a caffeine addiction, you have a headache, you're feeling very groggy, uh, there's a chemical called adenosine, 
that kicks in in the morning and it makes you very tired and sleepy and coffee blocks the receptors so that the adenosine can't come in. You feel alert, you feel awake, able to concentrate, daven with full kavana. Uh, so it says the Mishabura that therefore coffee and tea is going to be mutter. Uh, but this is all without sugar and milk. So the Mishnah Brura drops uh, the big Chumra, uh, and he quotes this B'Shem, the Achronim, uh, the late commentators, and he says, But he says, nevertheless, the world is noheg to be meiko, to drink it with sugar. Uh, and he's trying to say, like, why is everybody drinking with sugar uh, if we know that sugar is something it's for sweetness and that's something that's generally used for pleasure? Uh, so how can you can drink coffee and tea with sugar? He says, uh, He quotes the Radvaz. He says, if you put sugar in your coffee and tea, there's no gaiva greater than this because it's purely for pleasure. Kodem uh, to drink it before matko. Um, if you're doing it just to sweeten the bitterness and just to make it drinkable, but if you're going to put, uh, back then they had the sugar cubes, they would put it in their mouth. And he said to put a sugar cube in your mouth and then to drink the tea, uh, that is going to be mutter. Because uh, that is, he said, is, is, it's very nicker that you're doing it just out of necessity. Uh, so if you put it in the, in the drink, uh, so then, for some reason, the Mishnah Brewer says that that's considered gaiva. If you put it in your mouth and then drink the tea or the coffee uh, through the sugar cube, uh, then it's, it seems obvious that you're doing it out of necessity, and therefore it's not considered gaiva, it's going to be mutter. So what we're coming out so far is that the Mishnah Brewer allows coffee and tea uh, only without any milk, and only if you don't put the sugar inside the tea and coffee, uh, but you put it in your mouth instead and drink the coffee and tea through it. Because uh, so otherwise so it's considered derech taiva. Uh, so if you put the sugar in your mouth, you're, you're doing it because you want the sugar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what, uh, so Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Orbach and Alecha Shlomo, uh, he says, just like you, that nowadays things have flipped. For, to put a sugar cube in your mouth and drink through it, that looks like, I don't know, you're trying to, uh, some showcase some kind of classiness or uh so he says that that w- nowadays that's considered the derech taiva uh and the the non-derech taiva is to put it in the drink because that's the normal way that people drink coffee uh and he says also our uh, ability to drink bitterness has uh has degraded you read this adoras over the generations we get more used to sweeter and sweeter foods uh, and therefore we said nowadays it's like the absolute norm uh, for us to drink coffee and that's what we'll see in the following two sources uh, so source number six, we have the Arach HaShochan. And he says as follows. He says, The obvious minag nowadays is to drink hot water with these leaves that they call tea. And he says, It helps a lot of people to clean their bodies before davening. Uh, so he's saying it's a good thing to drink tea before davening. He gives the thumbs up. As it is known. There are those who say to drink it with sugar is asr. I don't know why they're saying this. Is putting sugar in your coffee, does it have any kind of shame achila, any kind of uh, status of eating? It's only to sweeten it a little bit to make it drinkable. 
he quotes the Mishabura that if you put it in your mouth, then they allow you to drink it, the sugar. He says what the Mishabura says that you have to put it in your mouth uh, and then pour the coffee through it, that's not the Iker, uh, that we don't paskin like that uh, because uh, everybody uses sugar nowadays just to get over the big. Huh? Yeah. Uh, over 100. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Uh, so now he touches on chalav, right? Because the Mishnah Bura also said chalav is aser. So what about milk in the coffee? Milk is, especially back then, was a very chash of a drink. Uh, and it was very filling as well. People would uh, would drink it. Yeah, cream thick. Yeah, they wouldn't, uh, no skim milk back then. Uh, so he says as follows. He says, aval im chalav, but to add chalav, nearly the aser, uh, it seems to me that it's usher to add chalav, the uh, chalav maspia, because chalav is something that's very satisfying. It's filled with cream, uh, which uh, very fatty. The od midam, and he adds this other reason because it comes from blood. The dam nekar vanasa chalav, because the blood of the cow um, gets absorbed, and that's what produces the milk. Uh, so we see that lo sochlu al adam is tied in chalav. It comes from dam. Uh, so he adds in this extra, I don't know if he's saying it uh, like as a cute thing or like as a serious thing, uh, but he adds in this extra reason. Uh, V'shayich Bazen, he says that um, accordingly, uh, it's Shayich, Kodem Shetispalo al Dimchem, he quotes this Pasach, before you daven on your dam, so before you daven on dam, which becomes Chalav. Uh, and then he says in the following bold, Olam Noagim Heter Gam Bechalav, that the world seems to be makel even regarding milk. To put milk, to add milk to the coffee. Why? Because it's only come, coming again to sweeten the milk. Vegam kafe mutter. Coffee is also mutter lishtos. Afagav denira de kafe maspia. Even though coffee is that is satisfying. Mikol makom kaspa gedolim de mutter. The gedolim of his time, already in the late 1800s. Yeah. Much better coffee than today. What the Turkish they use? Yeah. Uh, they used the tur like similar to Turkish, like very foundly ground, but it became like a. Espresso, we have today's garbage compared to that. Yeah. Oh, uh, espresso. No, I mean the instant. The instant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the instant. Yeah. Especially the Israeli instant is uh, the powder stuff. Ours is better. The granules. <laughs> Hey, so according to this, you could have soy milk because the whole shot, the whole shayla of milk is made from blood. Yeah, it's soy milk. But he only adds that as like an additional. I don't know if he's saying it like as a huge he's thing. Saying, he's still saying it's mutar. So yeah, no, but the first all. reason is because it's must be uh, it's satisfying. Like a. You know saying both sorrows, if, if you could permit regular milk, you put soy milk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, because the first reason that it must be a yeah. soy milk is also yeah. it's very fatty. Has almost the same fat content. No, but he, as, at the end, he's maple because yeah. at the end he's maple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the end, oh, he says the olam is noy to be maple, yeah. despite the reasons that it's yeah. uh, that it's usher. Yeah, and he's saying maybe it's only because it's being it's sweetening the milk, and that's why they allowed it. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, he's saying that that, that the olam is noy, despite him saying that nearly the usher. Uh, so yeah, but he's saying the, the olam is noy. Uh, so let's see source number seven because we're running out of time here. Five minutes left. Uh, source number seven, we have Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach, um, and he is one of the most contemporary uh, on the issue. Uh, we also have uh, Rav Zilber in Az Nidviru.
uh, who goes very deep. He has a very long, quite a long tshuva, uh, and both at, uh, he goes both studen. And probably the longest tshuva on the matter is uh, yes, but he's makel at the end of the day, uh, but like very begrudgingly. Yeah. Uh, so he like brings very stark that studen to be, to aser. Uh, and at the end of the day, he says the olim is no egg, and he's uh, he gives uh, a defense for the for the min of the olam, uh, but he doesn't like you know give his open hetter for it. Uh, and we also have um, Rav uh, Ovadi Yosef in Aznidbur, uh, sorry, in uh, Yabia Omer, uh, and he also has probably the longest chuva with the most <laughs> reasons uh, to be makel. Yeah, that's generally how he works, uh, and obviously he quotes like the most obscure chuvas from all over. Uh, a, a, amazing tshuva to go through, uh, and I wasn't able to quote it inside because I lost access to the Barilan. Uh, the subscription expired just before I put this together, uh, so hopefully next time we'll have the Yabi Omer inside. <coughs> uh, but for now, we'll end off with Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach in Halicha Shlomo, um, and he pretty much says that nowadays um, coffee is fine. You can add in milk. You can add in sugar. Let's see it inside. Number seven, Hamargish Tzorach Lishtos Kodem Tefillah. Somebody who feels the need to drink before Tefillah. Mutter Lo Lishtos Kafei Imchala Vesukar. He can drink coffee with milk and sugar. Why? So let's see. This is already the footnote. Uh, the next paragraph. The Kaven Shevizmanenu Kol Adam Shosakach. Because since nowadays everybody drinks it. Ein Ze Nikra Mashke Chashov Le'inyan Ze. So therefore it loses its status as a Mashke Chashov. The Aznidbro gives him a hard time on this. Uh, he says, if everybody's drinking cognac uh, before davening, cognac is like a fancy uh, whiskey does type. Well, yeah. yeah, it doesn't so, make it mutter. So he's like, does it make it mutter? Obviously not. So that's an Aznidbro. Uh, he, he goes at this reason. Uh, but the Halicha Shlomo is saying that since nowadays everybody drinks coffee before davening, it no longer has the status of a mashka chashev. Uh, regarding this, this is not considered gaiva. Therefore, if you feel the need to drink it in order to concentrate, to wake you up, to feel alert, uh, so therefore it will be mutter. And he says that's the minaga olam, as we see nowadays, right? Everybody's drinking coffee with milk and sugar before davening. Uh, and then in os number seven, uh, it says what the hanhagos, because it's halicha shlomo, uh, which is his the hanhagos of Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach. And in os number seven, uh, footnote number seven, he adds, V'chein nahag rabbeinu bizman shehirgish tzorach bedavar. Rabbi Shlomo Zaman himself would actually be noeg heter. He would drink coffee or tea before davening uh, anytime he felt the need. So he wouldn't do it on a daily basis, but when he felt the need uh, to wake up a little bit, uh, he, would, uh, he would say it. But says the, uh, but adds in uh, the os over here, but that v'amar az hapsukim elech Hashem ekav ad Hashem haya ozeli. He would add in a Shvach Tfila Bakasha, which is um, the minimum amount that you're required to say in order to, f- to fulfill uh, the requirement of saying a Tfila. Uh, so he would add in these Psukim of Elech Hashem Ekra until Hashem Haya Ozerli. He would add in a few Psukim saying a Bakasha, asking Hashem for something before he would drink the coffee. Uh, and then he says in Mashakasa Vamishdabura, Simon Peitest, the Kishinos and Asukar Bitocha Mashka Hamar Tvei. Um, and he says, just like um, you were mentioning, that nowadays it's the opposite. Uh, things have changed. That nowadays, if you're putting the sugar cube in your mouth, that's more of a 
pompous derech, uh, that's more of a derech gaiva to put the sugar in your mouth rather than in the drink. Nobody does that. Doing that is like a yeah, derech hashivas. I don't know anybody uses cubes anymore. Yeah, nobody you uses. Just take a spoon and you put it. And you put it in, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's the argument he's making, and he says va'kolafia inyan. It all goes according to that time, that place. So it depends on the minog uh, of your place. Uh, Rabbi Vadya gives two more reasons uh, to be Mako. One, he quotes the Agas Maimani uh, that cites the Ravya, uh, who basically says um, that um, drinking before davening is only Asr if it's an intoxicating beverage. So that's an extra sniff, Lahakel. We don't paskin like that, uh, but it's an extra reason to be Mako. And the second reason he says that the, even the Chalav, the milk, is going to be Batel in your coffee because there's a Halakha of Batel Barov. Uh, so therefore, the milk will be butter in the coffee, and so if the coffee is mutter to drink, so then the, it'll be mutter to add a little bit of milk as well. Well, the sugar is also butter, bro. Hmm? The sugar is also butter, bro. Uh, but uh, avidi le taima. The milk as well. The milk as well. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's a chiddush to say butter here. You should, because by flavors we always say butter b'shishim. So his chiddush is that it's not about the flavor; it's about if it's considered. What we consider the drink, uh, if it has the status of a chash of a drink or not chash of a drink. So he says there you can use bitol barov because it doesn't have to do with the flavor. Uh, if it was a flavor related question, shaila, then you would need bitol bashishin. But because it's not a flavor related shaila, it's a status related shaila, we could say bitol barov. It's also not gaiva to have milk in your coffee. Everybody does it today. Unless yeah. it's your personal preference to have black coffee. Yeah. That's true. But it's not gaiva if somebody... Because everybody does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's a good tasting drink. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. the Aznid brew makes the... Like if you, right, if everybody's drinking cognac, so then it's yeah, still a hush of a drink to drink yeah. before davening. Uh, but yeah, so that's why across the board, pretty much all the postgame, modern postgame nowadays... Uh, again, the Mishnah Brewer wasn't lenient. Even the Aruch HaShulchan has a, is not, has a hard time being lenient regarding milk. He himself feels that milk is Aser, but he says the Olam is Noag against me. Uh, but nowadays, the modern post game, even uh, Rav Zilver, who is one of the most machmirim, uh, at the end of the day, he's, uh, he, he defends uh, the people who are Mekel. Um, Rav Shlomo Zaman Arbach, if you look in the Piske Chuvas, he quotes also a bunch of post game. Uh, and he says that the minug nowadays, milk, sugar, and coffee is going to be mutter. Um, and we'll finish with that. And hopefully next week uh, we could get a little bit into lattes. Latte is going to be interesting, Shala, because here it's considered a hush of a drink, according to everybody. Right? It's a very hush of a drink to have a latte before. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, though, it's the same exact ingredients as your regular average coffee. Yeah. Uh, but you also don't have the heter of bato barov because the rove is milk. Uh, so you lose two of the reasons, uh, but on the flip side, it's the same ingredients as coffee. So maybe you can consider it like coffee. To make it on Chavez, maybe right? not. Yeah. yeah, you can't make it on Chavez. Uh, so we'll have to see if there's room for Hetzer in that situation. Next week, are going to provide a practical demonstration? Yes, yes. We'll have to bring in the coffee. Cognac drinking. Cognac drinking. So we can have it. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Okay. So next next week we'll continue with with if you get hungry before davening, particularly on Shabbos uh, when it's a long a long stretch before you can eat again. Yeah. Oh, so. However much I need.